stuff that I like to have, like I rounded up all my podcast stuff because losing it would suck. And it would make it super, super hard to podcast in the future, which would be very, very disappointing to me. But it was just this this realization of what really matters in life is there's so it's there's so little that matters in life. And that kind of sounds weird to say, like, you know, like nothing matters in life, blah, blah, blah. No, I'm not saying nothing matters in life. There's just when you realize what matters in life, you see how much stuff like you you realize how much objects and stuff anything you know there's stuff that's so much stuff that's replaceable like all your furniture is replaceable all your you know material objects replaceable things that aren't replaceable are like beings lives you know memories uh photos if you have them like we don't have that many photos but um kaylee had paintings that were really big to her that that she grabbed which those paintings are a huge pain in the ass because one of them's fucking like a four by six painting um, and one thing we did, so we have 10 chickens, right? We love these damn chickens. I was going to leave them, man. I was going to open up the gate and be like, hey, you guys are free to roll. Because that way they wouldn't, you know, how are you supposed to take all the chickens? And then we loaded up. So what we ended up doing was we put them in this dog crate that we had that is about, I want to say four by two? Four by one and a half, maybe? Almost say, we'll say four by two. Sounds more humane. Um, and so we loaded up 10 chickens in that and they had just enough room to where, th- ooh, that was bad. Just enough room to where if they all um, sat down, they could all sit down comfortably and not, like, be touching each other. They all had, like, their own little space, which is cool. And we loaded that up in Kaylee's car, loaded a bunch of stuff in there um, as far as, like, her paintings and stuff. Thing of dog food, because we happen to have just filled up on dog food, so it's like, oh, we're bringing that shit. That's, like, $100 worth of dog food. Because if, it, if it's on sale, I buy two. You know, like, today I went to buy dog food. wasn't on sale. It was, like, 65 bucks. I was like, well, fuck, looks like we're getting one. When it's on sale, I think it's, like, 52 bucks. I'm like, fuck, yeah, we're getting two of these bitches. In the long run, that saves me, like, $20. So, yeah, like, we got that. We brought chicken food, and we went down to Kaylee's parents' house, which was pretty interesting. It's always uh, interesting being a guest at someone's house, right? Especially when it's like, hey, we might end up uh, being here for an extended period of time, like, if our house burns down, just so you know. And when it's like, we have to bring animals with us. So we had to do this weird thing of going down there with uh, the chickens, of, like, we had to release the chickens into the her mom's chicken coop after we let out all right, so I'll just start off sober. So we let out her mom's chickens, and then we'd put our chickens in her coop, lock the coop, and then her chickens would roam free for the day. And then at night, we'd put our chickens back in the crate, and then let her chickens back in the coop. And then eventually, we got the idea of if you put the chicken, uh, the chicken thing, the uh, dog crate that the the our chickens live in in their coop, you could put something on top, so that way you can kind of have like the same amount of walking area, and the chickens can kind of get to know each other, just in case they have to live there if you know our house burns down. And then we could put all of our chickens in the dog crate really easily by keeping them in that three-foot area and then let their chickens come into the their coop. So that way they can kind of be in the coop together, but not not together. So it was, it was pretty interesting. And then with all those dogs, man, it's always a it's always a fun time, right? We we go down there and they have these they five five or six? Because you got what? They have uh the I believe Italian Mastiff, which is Tulu, which is Tulula, which you, you know I won't even go through the names because don't don't matter. Um, they have a Weimweiner, so that's two. Three is gonna be a Bloodhound. Four is a Great Dane, and then five is this um, I think Italian Mastiff that they're, they're watching for someone. And then we come over with our uh, pit bull and uh, lab pit. Or Pit Lab. I don't give a shit how people say it. Um, Pit Bull Retriever. (laughs) 
Anyway, people get all like, no, it's a this. And it's like, shut the fuck up. I'm like, who cares? It's a dog. Calm down. Um, and so it's wild, man. So you come around the corner sometimes and you hear like the, the, of like the, 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 the feet on the, or not the, not the feet, the nails running through the, the hardwood. And you're just like, oh shit. And you got like stick yourself to the wall. You're going to take it out, man. They start playing with you. So they get, they go nuts. And then they have this sweet couch that, um, I forget the brand name, but it comes apart in all these sections. And like, when I say it comes apart, like, uh, like most sectionals come apart, right? They all do because it's fucking sectional. But these specifically, they come apart completely. Really, like, they, you can take the backs off them, the arms off them. They, you just have, like, the square. You can take the whole um, cover off so you can change colors, uh, throw the covers in the washing machine. It's that microfiber, so after they come out the washing machine, they're perfectly fucking clean. <coughs> so essentially, anytime you want a new couch... You know, if you have two covers, you have a red cover and a blue cover, you're like, all right, I'm going to wash the blue motherfuckers, and we'll uh, put on these clean-ass red ones, and it's like I have a brand-new red couch, and then I have a brand-new blue couch, and then, you know, buy black covers, brand-new fucking black couch. So it's, it, and the way you can customize it is you can pretty much make any type of couch you can imagine. You do one big-ass long couch, do an L-shaped bullshit, you know, whatever you want. If you want to have, you know, a big square and have everyone have an armchair in between for some stupid reason, it, that's all you. If you want to make it be one... Uh, square and have uh, backs go all the way around the square so you're boxed in and like the dogs can't get into you. You could do that shit too, but that'd be kind of pain in the ass and dumb. So yeah, it was, it was just wild to see this like uh, when we because we took a we took it apart to help her like wash it and stuff like that. She had like two of her dogs got in a fight, man. She has these huge ass um, dogs that we talked about and two of them don't like each other and they they started fighting and when she she went to break it up, the one of them ended up snapping at her arm tearing it up pretty bad so we got to help with um setting up she got some new carpets or new new no it's not carpets rugs a new rug because carpets go all the way all like permanently on the floor rugs just kind of roll out because i remember i thought that i was like what's the difference between a fuck carpet and a rug and it's like you pick a rug up and take it outside you can't pick up the carpet but yeah so she was messed up so we, we took care of that anyway i digress um one crazy thing about this this fire in town man it's it's beautiful to see um, the community come together. Like, you see so many people doing great things for each other. Like, oh, we bought, you know, as many diapers as we could and went down there and donating diapers for families that got, you know, that lost everything. And just the amount of help in the neighborhood is, is goddamn amazing, right? I think, um, like the, like one of the churches, I think it's Bethel Church is a, actually, I, I'm pretty damn sure it's Bethel Church because it's the only church I know about around here, is, um, giving like a thousand dollars to everybody lost their home something along those lines so and that's pretty sweet of them although a lot of people are giving them shit for i guess for uh not taking people in and being like an evacuation center because they have this huge complex apparently i've never been there i don't really know what it looks like and then i, I read further down and someone's like look man they only have one road in and one road out uh, so if the fire ends up reaching there people will be kind of trapped like in a huge traffic jam trying to get out people get fucked and I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Like, I understand why you weren't cleared by the, like, I guess the city has to clear you to be in evacuation zone. So, you know, they took all this heat for that. And then it ended up being like, dude, we couldn't do anything anyway. So I, I kind of did feel bad for him. Because at first I read that, and I was like, damn, that's shitty, man. Like, I just lost hell of respect for any of them. And then I read like a little more and I was like, okay, maybe I'm be- jumping to conclusions of being an asshole. Which, you know, I do. I definitely do that shit. So it, it's whatever. Sometimes you're, sometimes you're, sometimes I'm an asshole, whatever. But the, the community comes together, and it's just, uh, you have all these posters up now, like, Reading Strong, thank you first responders, you know, we, um, 
One thing that happened to me the other day is we had a call that was, hey, can I pick up donations? Or like, can you donate some coffee? And I'm like, man, not only can I donate coffee, I've expired food. Like, it's, you know, it's like with the milk where it's like the sell-by date, but it doesn't expire for another damn week. And I was like, I have food I could give you. Um, cause we, we had shortened hours because the, the smoke was so thick. The air quality was so bad after we came back to work. Um, cause we were evacuated for like four days. The smoke was so bad that we didn't have our, like, drive through or anything like that open. So we could have a smoke free environment inside, inside the bucks, you know, for customers. So if you're chilling out in the start, if you walk to Starbucks or something like that through all the smoke and then you get there and it's like, oh, all the windows are open here, huh? Sick. It's good to know I'm going to sit and smoke at Starbucks too. Uh, you know, at least thought that was going to be your break. You have to wear the mask inside, like that's that's annoying. So, yeah, I was we were able to donate a bunch of stuff there and some and some coffee, so that was awesome. And you have all these like Red Cross members and first responders, in, and we just you you come in and we're just giving you your coffee for free. That's a uh, that's one of the sweet hookups are doing. Although there's this huge thing going online right now about a a woman that came into one of our Starbucks apparently Starbucks that sounds weird. And a firefighter walked up and was like, "Yo, can I get like a hundred cups?" And the guy's like, oh, "I can't give away a hundred cups, brother." Like. And then the firefighter like walked out later and, you know, went across the street and got cups from somewhere else. And so the lady's like totally anti-Starbucks now, never wants to come back, blah, blah, blah. You know, hates the company. And, you know, it just bothers me because it's, you, hey, you saw one mistake by one person get made and you're holding a whole company responsible, you know. Yeah, he should have given the cups. I would have given the cups. Whatever. I'm like, here, man, here's a thousand, bro. Like, get out of here. You know, what, what, do you need help to your car? What's up? Do you want a sandwich, son? You want a coffee? Um, cause these firefighters are coming in our town. They're safe, and they're saving the place. Without them, you know, where would you be? You'd be, you, your whole city could have burned down, man. So, yeah, you see one mistake by one person, you hold the whole, whole bunch of, uh, responsible. And I think it's just a little ridiculous, but, you know, people get their, their strong convictions and it's hard to, it's hard to think twice sometimes about things when you feel so, so strongly about them. And man, the smoke, the smoke and ash, it's like, feels like it, the, when the fire got real close, it felt like it was snowing. Like, looked like it was snowing, man, there's so much ash coming from the sky. It was, it was fucking ash everywhere. And then the quality of air goes up to, I think they rate it from like zero to like 500 and high is bad. Like, deadly bad, I think. Like, 500 is like, you, you don't don't breathe, son. And um, like one thirty is like super super unhealthy, and then one fifty is like, hey man, stay indoors. And two hundred's like, um, you know, like elderly and young people like could potentially get sick. And it was like two thirty, man. Like it was crazy high. And so people were giving out free masks, which is great. You know, making sure people because you have you know you have the vast that like filter shit out, which you make it so it's like, hey man, I'm a car, I gotta walk to work and all this shit, so you can make it there. And uh, the one of the crazy things that someone pointed this out is we could just recently see the sky the other day. Someone's like, yeah, I saw blue in there in the sky. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, what do you mean? And they're like, you haven't noticed the sky's been gray? And I was like, oh, you know, I did notice the sky's been gray, but I haven't noticed that it hasn't been blue. You know, it was just something that I didn't really, like, put together for some reason. So it's like, then later that day I walk out, you know, because I, I was at work. And I look up and I'm like, hey, the sky is blue. There's a fucking cloud right there, like a real cloud. It's not just smoke. And then today I wake up and it smokes back in here. One thing that is kind of cool about the smoke, though, is uh, when the sun rises and stuff like that, you get this beautiful, like, red, like, uh, sun. So that's kind of that's kind of cool. But at the same time, it's like, yo, man, get this smoke out of here. And I'm someone who smokes. Like, I like I smoke, like, weed all the time. And so, like, I'm used to bad air quality because I smoke inside my house like a dumbass. And 
I'm annoyed. Like it, it burns your eyes. It feels like you have a barbecue. Feels like you're standing right next to the barbecue. That's how smoky it is. I've bitched about smoky days before. I don't think I'll even notice smoky days now compared to these ones because it's just it's bonfire style smoky. It's like you might as well be in a goddamn smoker if you would. So that was a little that was a little setback in my my podcasting, which is annoying. But um, I can't complain because you know what? I came back, house was fine, didn't get looted because looting started happening. Which, I, I don't know, I balance this idea with the looting. There's a weird thing going on, right? Because I remember seeing this thing of someone saying, so what's what's worse, someone stealing everything you own or your house burning to the ground and you losing everything you own anyway? And I was like, dude, I don't know. That's kind of like, at least someone gets to use this shit, right? But then if someone loots your house and your house isn't burned to the ground, then it's like, well, fuck. Like, come on, dick, can I have my shit back? And you know it's not happening. So it is kind of interesting thinking about it, it's kind of like wasteful, right? To not let looting happen when it's, but then it's gotta be, you know, those people are in the way, cause that's right on the front lines of the fire. If you're like, no, the, if the house is actually completely on fire, you could loot it. You know, have something like that. It's gotta be a danger level 10. But that's just ridiculous. You can't have people looting, you know? So, in the long run, it's kinda like, nah, fuck off. You can't, you can't be doing that shit, man. People need to be allowed to evacuate their house and have to wait in their house to make sure that, you know, well, if I don't fucking, the fire doesn't get me, the looters will. That's fucking awful. So, I get the argument of people saying, like, well, don't just let it burn. You know, might as well have someone take it. But the whole thing is, but then what if it doesn't burn? They're not going to give it back. So, there's so many people that, you know, prematurely loot that end up not being, you know, just, that's just stealing then. You're not saving anything from getting burnt. Anyway. Yeah, so I was extremely lucky in that, that sense. I was just deep enough in town where the fire would have to go through a decent amount of town. Um to to catch me so i we, we got we got pretty lucky me and kaylee did i must i must i must say but it definitely feels good to be back in studio able to get you guys something that um you know you might want to listen to again so i need to do a couple things around here as well i need to get um the cameras i bought i made a mistake again right i went cheap on cameras i saw they had this not like it looked like a semi-nice like second tier third tier um, like GoPro style, like kind of like a knockoff brand, but like one of the better knockoff brands, you know, like not like Under Armour's a knockoff of Nike, but Under Armour's pretty fucking nice, you know? So I got, I got, it was on, it was on sale. And I got one of those. That thing doesn't work very well. And then I bought a nice version that was not on, no, I think, and then I got, um, a cheaper version of this, of the same brand that was also, was supposed to be one of like a nicer one. And, um, like, I think it was, like, the mo- the year model before, and that's why it ended up being cheaper. But it was, like, the same product or whatever. So, I got that, and I've doing these films, and it's, uh, films for the, the podcasts. And, man, it is, it's frustrating, because it only, they only do ten minute segments. What the fuck is that? And I have to, like, stitch them together. Um, I, f- iMovie? What is it? Whatever. I, yeah, I think it's iMovie. On the Mac that I use is super picky about what type of like video it takes so it doesn't like the video that it puts it under because it puts under like a like dot jpeg or some shit like that and it pisses pisses the 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 mac off so i think i actually got to get some actual pay to get some real video editing material and i got to pay to get like an actual good camera and just go balls to the wall but 
I think that's in due time. I think we'll stay camera free actually for the next, you know, bunch of episodes and then we'll get something set up later. So that is a little, a little disappointing for me and I know it's disappointing for you. I know a lot of people like to watch it, not just listen to it, but hey, hey, what can I do? You know, I guess I could just drop cash right now and start swiping that uh, business card, but at the same time, that's not dropping cash, that's dropping credit and that's kind of fucked up, like ends up kicking me in the ass later. So I do, I do want to get a new camera, and I do got to um, start being better on my social media. I want to get a Twitter account, and something I plan on doing is I plan on being, because this is something I don't do. I've had this problem always on social media. Is um, I never want to get in one of those huge social media wars, you know, where it's like, well, you're an asshole, and I get it, get attacked by these people, and be you doing that. But part of being like, if you want to be in, in like a spotlight and have people listen to what you want to say, is you got to be able to speak about it and stand by what you, what your words and shit like that, you know? And it forces you to be a little more knowledgeable about things. Like, I never wanted to... One thing I've, I've caught myself on, and I was like, uh, like, I was about to type something, and I was like, wait a second, do you actually know if that's true? And then I, I thought about it, and I was like, no, you don't. And I was like, fuck it, don't type that. Uh, instead of just looking up funny, I was true and typing it again. Um, but I want to be more vocal my opinions on social media, on Twitter, and shit like that. And if I see someone post something like... Um, you know, like, uh, a Black Lives Matter thing, so that's, uh, like, kind of, like, a controversial issue today, you have some people that are, you know, um, obviously have pro-Black Lives Matter movement people, and people that are, like, don't like it, and the people have no idea what's going on with it, and, like, uh, I'm all for what they want, they don't want police brutality, and I'm, I think police brutality is bad, any form of brutality is bad, so, overall, I guess I do support Black Lives Matter, but at the same time, I don't support their label, you know, so that's, you know, would just be an example of something I'd want to comment on maybe in, in social media and Twitter and stuff like that and have a discussion with someone because, um, and this, this is why, so I don't, you know, have someone like, he don't like Black Lives Matter, blah, blah, blah. Um, it's because what I see is you say Black Lives Matter, you made instantly a lot of enemies by people who didn't realize what you're trying to fight against because it makes it sound like you're accusing it, you know, for certain people. Um, pretty much anyone who's not black, it makes it sound like you're accusing them of thinking that their lives don't matter, right? And so, like, coming out with an accusation like that can make people instantly hostile and kind of, like, have to be defensive, which you don't want people defending against your movement, right? And so people get kind of confused in the sense of they don't realize it's an anti-police brutality movement and not, like, a black lives are more important than other lives movement right so some people and you know if people are confused about what your intentions are it can kind of fuck with your movement right i feel like they lost a lot of power with that so i feel like if they would have went with um not necessarily an all lives matter thing because i feel like that can also be confusing they'd be like yeah good point you know like that's that's one of those things of like why didn't they say all lives matter and it's kind of like well they want to focus on um you know, black brutish brutality or, you know, something like that. So it was a little interesting to, to, to feel like their message gets lost in the, the fact that their title is kind of misrepresenting, misrepresenting, you know, what their focus is and therefore, you know, loses, loses quite a bit of support. So that would just be an example of like an opinion I would like to get out there for, you know, like a social media, like Twitter, discussion if i wanted to you know talk to someone and i think that will you know helps help spread the word and then also make me have to be one a little more knowledgeable and speak a little more clearly in typing wise that's one thing also is i have this fear of 
like having an argument with someone because I'm a bad speller, man. I'm a terrible speller. And like one thing I used to do um, with my the last Starbucks I worked at, I had this boss. His name was Art. And I think one of the reasons he hated my guts is because I used to say like, oh, I could definitely do that. And I didn't realize until someone pointed out in a group text, I was never saying definitely. Every time I would type it, it would one autocorrect because I can't spell for shit to defiantly and my dumb ass not being able to spell wouldn't even notice. I'd read this definitely. And so all the time I'd be like, oh, I can defiantly do that. I can defiantly, you know, lock up tonight. And it's just like, dude, what the fuck? Why are you doing everything so defiantly? I'm like, no, sorry, definitely. I can definitely go there. I can definitely come in early. <laughs> and <laughs> I didn't realize that until uh, my friend Kevin pointed out. I was like, dude, why are you saying you're going to be defiant every time? I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh, shit, my bad. So that's always been a fear of me is um having something like that happen where it's like I use the wrong here or the wrong there or the wrong your. And so I'm like, well, your argument doesn't make sense. And they're like, you don't know how to write yours. So you're a dumbass and your argument is, you know, coming from a dumbass. And I'm like... You have to deal with the whole thing of, all right, so can we focus on the point of what I'm saying and not what's, like, how it was worded? That's one thing I always thought was interesting about, I had this English teacher come in to Starbucks today and I was like, oh, don't worry, your, your bagel gonna be getting got, don't, uh, uh, <laughs> and, uh, like, you know, obviously talking like that, like, just to be ridiculous, and, um, I think the mailman just came by, a dog just barked up, um, so, so, such a dog stereotype, they probably think that's offensive. So, um, and the, the English teacher said something to me about like, oh, don't be using bad English, you know, in front of the English teacher. And I was like, and I said something to her about, well, it's only bad English if it's determined to be right. Like, that's why, you know, a lot of, you know, or bad grammar or something like that. That's why a lot of other uh, cultures, languages don't have like the word the, cause it's kind of an unnecessary word. Hand me the chalk, hand me chalk. You don't really need the, 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 the part. So, and I, I kind of said that to her and it's like, I've always kind of felt that way, man. Like they have all these rules of grammar and stuff like that to make it, although definitely <laughs> the rules of grammar definitely work. Like when you have the two things where one's following the rules and runs, you know, they say the same thing and the other one's not following the grammar rules and one just sounds clunky and junky and the other one flows really well, but people get lost in how it sounds like, oh, that sounded dumb. I'm like, yeah, but what about the actual idea and content of what was said in the message, right? And they're like, oh, I don't even know. It's like, what do you mean you don't know? You didn't do what they use words so simple and it was, you know, so clunky that you couldn't follow it or what? So it's like, tell them like, oh, we are in no doubt going to gather the stuff for you instead of, oh, we're going to get that. You know, like, they both mean the same thing, but one sounds really, really smart and eloquent, but they, you know, have the same meaning. So, uh, it's one thing that's nice is when you have people that can focus on the content or the intent behind what you're saying and not get caught up in the fact that you said, you know, Y-O-U-R instead of, what is it, Y-O-U comma you are something like that. I honestly see that's how bad of a spell am. That's only like a six letter word, five letter word or some shit. And I fucked that up. How is it? Is that, I think it's, yeah, Y-O-U comma you are right you you your and that's like you are right and you just take the a off but I, I, I seriously have no idea um that's why if i type something out like that as i have to type in you are or you know for a while i couldn't spell couldn't don't know why just stupid uh i guess that's why and um so those stuff for like could not i'm like yo man at least i can spell those words 
And I just gotta get, gotta get rid of that fear and just, you know, if someone attacks how I've used like grammar wrong or some bullshit like that, I'm like, cool. Uh, like, I think that's just gonna be a response. I'm like, so are you gonna talk about, you know, my, like the point I made or just my bad grammar? Because like one, one of those takes a step forward. The other one is you just being an asshole or something like that, you know? So I probably won't say you being an asshole. Probably the other one, you know, gets us nowhere. So. I think that will be, you know, an interesting endeavor for me. And then also I plan to, like, as I say, get a Twitter account. And also I want to see other people's ideas that they're posting and get, ask them to just elaborate sometimes, you know, see, you listen to something about how, you know, someone supports like Colin Kaepernick's kneeling and, you know, this person doesn't be like, yo man, can you elaborate on that? Like, I just want to hear a little more of what you mean and hopefully I can get, you know, it's hard sometimes to get through to people on uh, message boards and bullshit like that, but in theory, if I, like, you know, follow someone, I can get the elaboration by, you know, other people are gonna be asking and blah, blah, so it'd be nice to, to, you know, maybe help build my following through making some logical points, um, in, you know, text through, through Twitter and Facebook and whatnot. Although that's one of my fears, too, is I feel like I'm gonna do that and the person's gonna, like, blocked, like, not even being willing to have, like, a, a discussion with me and just be blocked, um, which would be annoying, right? And then, yeah, I guess that's, those only two fears about that is like being, having people be like, this guy's an idiot. Look how he talks. I'm like, I didn't realize that sounded that bad. And, um, people just not paying attention to my point and then me getting blocked by someone who's just like, doesn't think I had, you know, doesn't agree with my opinion, isn't willing to hear it out or, you know, explain on their shit. So that, that could be annoying to me, but I just got to do it. Just got to say, fuck it. If, if they block, they block, right? And I think that's one way to, to really, like, broaden your, your horizons as well. Like, I, you help me keep an open mind when I go to, like, a Twitter feed. And it's, like, one thing that sucks is you have to, like, filter out all the, fuck you, idiot. And that's all you had to say? That was your, you could have wrote anything. You had a hundred and, like, whatever characters. You mean, like, fuck you, idiot, or you're an idiot, or you're dumb, or that doesn't make any sense. Or, actually, I guess that doesn't make any sense. Could, could I guess, count as, like, a like a good, semi-good post if it actually something doesn't make sense. But I feel like you'd have to say, that doesn't make sense because dot 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 you know and then maybe also be able to post some controversial topics of my own like this one um i realized this the other day and i don't know how i didn't realize this earlier and this is uh pretty it's like a controversial topic that's happening right now is uh actually i just did my immigration one or my illegal immigration one how i'm anti-immigration because how people get taken advantage of in the immigration system or illegal when they're illegal immigrated here they get taken advantage of by bad people here um stuff like that and I, it was, cause one thing that's happening now is children and their families are getting separated when they're getting processed and arrested and, you know, stuff like that. So, and so the, they're not getting housed together. So that, you know, they're, they're completely separated, you know, they're miles apart and people are really anti separating children from their families of, you know, these illegal immigrants that, you know, it's inhumane, should never do it. And I, I'm super anti-it as well. Like, I didn't I didn't like it. I feel like they should have different facilities where they can keep these families together and, you know, like, jail them together in, you know, a different type of jail because you obviously don't want them. You don't want to, you know, take, a like, two parents and be like, you guys are doing a hard crime in a federal prison. Although I don't actually know what type of detention, detention facilities they get held in now. Um, you see two opposite spectrums where you see, like, a Republican post about like one of the bedrooms and it's like this beautiful hotel and i'm like oh are you fucking kidding me that's that's where they're sleeping and then they show another picture and it's a picture and it's from like a democratic uh, post about it and it's a damn warehouse with fences for walls 
You know, so it's like one thing, it's like, yeah, these kids fenced in. I'm like, all right, what's the big deal about the fence? And you, if there's cubicle walls, would you be so mad? Like, they're walls here. They have, you know, it's just to separate shit. Um, but so what I, the one thing I realized is that they separate, like when someone breaks the law in America, they separate you from your kids instantly. So if I, if I was eight and my two parents both got, you know, arrested for theft, murder, um, drug dealing, whatever, and they go to jail, I don't go to jail with them. They, I get separated from that. You know, I, I, I'll go off with different family, which is great. So if, you know, an illegal family does come here, I think their kids should maybe get to go at least to the, you know, fellow family that's already here after blood tests have been taken to make sure they're not just getting, oh yeah, we'll just give away these sex slaves because that does fucking happen. Um, yeah, like you get separated, they separate the family if that happens. So one thing that's kind of interesting is that people are so anti-separating these people from their family because, you know, they're, you know, breaking the law and, you know, they're getting processed and they should be kept together or released into the the system. And it's kind of like you, you hate that that's happening, but it's, you're kind of okay with it happening. You're blind with it happening to, you know, poor people in America, you know, or families in America, American citizen families that are living here breaking the law. So if it's okay for like Americans to break the law and you have them, sep- you know, separate the parents from the family and the kids go into like maybe a foster home if they don't have any f- parents, which foster homes aren't amazing. You know, it's amazing that they exist and that you can, uh, like they have the option, they take care of, you know, orphan children and they're not just left to be like homeless kids on the street. Like that'd be terrible, but they're not the best place for a child to, to develop. And that's just comes without saying, you know, I don't, I don't have to point to any numbers or any statistics. Um, you just know that. So I thought that was, you know, just an interesting thought that popped in my head. And I'd love to, I got to get my Twitter account and my, my name behind it and blah, get verified and all that bullshit. My jaws get tired. I haven't talked this much in a long time. Um, and get verified and start posting some controversial shit, man. And, um, I feel like some of it's not controversial, you know, like, uh, it's controversial to some people and just regular shit to other people. That's so fun. That's gross. Um, regular, uh, regular, regular shit to other people, you know, so it'll be, it'll be interesting when I, when I get all that, get all that stuff up. I plan to sign up for Twitter today, which I think is super fucking easy if I'm right. It's like, Hey, you want to sign up to Facebook? I'm probably like, yep. Okay, cool. You know, I'm sure it's going to be that, that quick. So, which I'm hoping more things sign you up through Facebook. Cause that's one thing I do like about it is, uh, Facebook kind of works as like an email, you know, it works as, um, like a photo booth, which is great. And then also, um, it makes it so you get your like email address, if you would, cause you know, kind of works as email is your name. Like it's, it's who you are, you know? So that's kind of sweet instead of having to be like, you know, D money at Emory slash Gmail yahoo.com, which is not, not, not the real, um, Anybody who does, who is listening to this and, you know, is in the Reading area and might want to be on the, on the, the show, you can contact me at, um, emorydan at gmail.com. So it's E-M-M-O-R-E-Y-D-A-N at sign gmail.com. And e- email me, man. Say, hey, I'd love to be on your podcast. So we can talk about this or you don't have to say that. We'll have you on and talk about whatever the fuck you want. My goal is to hear what people are passionate about, hear their life story and, really get to to hear people's you know um problems that they they face in life and hear how they you know come up with solutions to that 
how they see problems that, you know, they see in politics and how they feel they can come up with solutions to that. My main thing is, um, like, hear people's stories, hear, you know, what perspective they have on things and how they view solutions can be formed ver- through various issues in the community. So I can't wait to get another good guest in here. I know school's starting up again with uh, Shasta College pretty soon, and I'm going to use some of my coworkers to get some email addresses to be able to like, what up, political science teacher, get in here, and we're going to talk about some bullshit. Another controversial topic I would like to address as soon as I get this, you know, Twitter thing going. I say Twitter thing. I've never tweeted. Never twatted? Tweeted? Tweeted, I think is right. I never got I never got the idea behind Twitter. I always thought it was kind of dumb. I'm not going to lie to you. But um, I want to talk about... I do want to talk about the Colin Kaepernick kneeling thing because uh, as a 49er fan, um, I got to watch the guy play a lot, and so I got to see him through his good days, and after the defense has figured him out, his not-so-good days. And one thing, if they're like, no one wants to sign him, like, he's not... A great player, man, and he wants a lot of money. So I'm sorry. Like he's he'll be he can be the best backup in the league, or you know, like a great you know he's a very he's top top thirty you know top maybe top twenty quarterbacks in the league, and he's low on that list. So he's just he just wasn't playing that good a ball, and with it, and then you're gonna bring like drama, you know, quote unquote drama into the the locker room with all this media attention and and stuff like that, and getting your team gets heat from, you know, protesters and shit, because, so, I like that he's, the message behind it, again, it's like a police brutality protest, right, and like, um, how black people are mistreated in American society, you know, I support that, if you, you know, if that's a message you want to get out, let's, you know, make sure we can help black people's situations in society, and, you know, how often they get shot by cops, cool, I support that message, um, I support your right to kneel during the flag and protest during a national anthem, you do have the right to do so. I don't like it, though. It's one of those things where, once again, kind of like the Black Lives Matter thing, your message gets lost in the fact that so many people view it as, how are you going to disrespect veterans? How are you going to, you know, disrespect the America and disrespect, you know, all this, all these, these negative things that come along with kneeling during the flag and people that gave your lives so you can have, you know, what freedoms you have today, you know, and there's, you know, like tons and tons of, you know, black soldiers that have died, you know, fighting for, you know, America. So to have that disrespect to go, I feel like I was always anti that. So I did not like, that's why I hated the kneeling. I wasn't, I don't like it. I don't like, you know, you stand up with the flag if you can, if you're, if you know, obviously if you can't, you're paralyzed, something like that. I get it. You know, you hold your hand over your heart, take your fucking hat off. That shit pisses me off. Like if I go to like a, an event or some shit like that and I, I'll I'll turn to the stranger and be like, yo dog, take the hat. Take your hat off, homie. Like, don't forget don't forget your hat, homie. And I've had people be like, nah, that's cool. I'm like, alright. But I'm not gonna be like, you take your fucking hat off, bro. We throw hands. I'm like, no, I'm not gonna be that full. Obviously it's stupid. But I'm like, alright, like, that's cool. Like, you know, but I I hold my hat, you know, hold my hat over my heart and shit like that, you know. America's given me so much, I'm so lucky to live here. And so that's why I was anti the flag kneeling. I do support his right to kneel for the flag though i don't feel like that should be legal i don't feel like he should lose his job um i don't feel like he should get fined for it i feel like you should have you have the right to to protest how you want it's a harmless uh protest but it's not to me an effective way to protest it brought tons of light to the situation but in the wrong way right no one's talking about police brutality or black people in america they're talking about colin kaepernick kneeling for the flag and the controversy behind him not getting signed and 
all this stuff. So it just took so much focus away from the message where I feel like had he in an interview, like, hey, Colin, blah, 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 like, you know, because they do the snapshots, had him say something like, you know, I actually, I don't even care about football right now. What I have a problem with is black people getting shot in the streets by cops. Boom. Headline right there. Colin Kaepernick says, boom. That's huge. And it's specific and it's right to the point. And then if that actually doesn't make headlines, then you could point to that and be like, look, how did this not make headlines? And that's how, you know, then that can make headlines. So, and if you got more players behind that, you know, they're like, hey, Marshawn, how'd you, how do you feel about getting a thousand yards rushing this year? And he's like, I don't give a fuck about thousand yards rushing. What I give a fuck about is poor people in Oakland that are facing these problems by their, you know, streets not being policed because it's too ghetto for the police to show up or some shit. So I hate when things like people do a protest and because of the the way they approached it, their message gets lost. Cause that's something I'm afraid of happening to me, like misunderstanding my meaning, you know, like, um, if I say something like, Poor people commit more crimes. People are like, oh, why, why are you hating on poor people? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I am a poor person. I don't make any money. I'm broke as fuck. Um, but, you know, it, statistics show that if you, you're poor, you have a reason to commit crime, goddammit. And it's you just, there are more poor people out there. So they commit more crime than rich people. Who are there not that many of? Like, how can 1% of people commit more crime than the 99%? Doesn't even make sense. Um, and, you know... Unless they're disproportionately that poor. So, it's just, um, I feel bad for, like, a movement that is trying to have a positive effect on society and take steps forward gets their message so blurred when they take the wrong approach. Just like you could have a a march for something, and as soon as it gets, like, really violent and things start getting burnt or, you know, cars get flipped or anything like that, people stop listening to what you're saying, man. That's why, like, Martin Luther King was so powerful, right, and his... his his ways, and you remember Martin Luther King over Malcolm X, right? The enemy is necessary, um, which I think ch- changed and later, and he became more passive. But and it had such an effect of, yo, man, I'm gonna sit here peacefully and force you to be the brutal one. I'm not gonna walk in here and fuck up a store owner or something like that and take over the shop and be like, black people sit wherever you want now. This is our shop. I just killed the store owner. No, that wasn't what they did. I'm not saying that's what's happening now, but I'm saying as soon as something gets violent, your your words get lost, or something gets, you know, feel people feel like disrespected, or they're left out, or being blamed for something they're not a part of, your message can get lost, and you lose tons of support. So I feel like that would be something I would like to, to have a discussion with someone, you know, maybe via Twitter. So I can't wait for that, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this little episode of discussion with Dan. Um, I did talk a little about some you know, controversial issues, issue issues that I, you know, support slash don't support. Um, and I, I feel like I explained pretty well why it's been so long since I had an episode with those, those back to back, um, cancellations. It was super annoying and, I uh, was trying to get people rescheduled, couldn't do it. And then we had this, this fire that, you know, consumed a, quite a bit of our city. So I'm back though in the studio recording again and we'll be making you know our weekly episodes as, as we can i'm trying to do two week one solo one with a guest and i plan on getting some sweet guests in here man and that being said it's it's been a blast guys keep on discussing understanding and improving and remember the more you know about someone's story the more you know about the world and the more informed you are to make good decisions in every aspect of your life which affects other people forget Don't forget your decisions affect other people around you. 
So, love you guys as always. Thanks for listening. Tell all your friends that you can. And have a great goddamn weekend. Goodbye.